This is Heavy Hawk Football. On today's show, we talk about Redskins news from the week, including LeVar getting cut from the Giants. Will he come back? Wynn and Daniels aren't restructuring. What are the Redskins going to do in the draft? Tom's trivia. And much, much more live with Aaron, Josh, and John. Yo, yo, yo. What's up, y'all? Yo, what's happening? Yo, yo, yo. Hey, happy, uh, happy Chinese New Year. Happy Chinese New Year. It is the year of the hog. You're the hog. Year. I mean, today, it's actually the year of the pig, but, you know, same difference as the year of the hog. It's looking like a good year for Harry Hog football. That's right. Washington Redskins in general. Thank, mm-hmm. thank you. Thank you, China, for having a, a year completely for the hogs. And if you guys hear that sound in the background. If you guys hear that sound in the background, that's of the night camp fire, um, because there's not much going on at the moment. <laughs> we'll just sit around, taste marshmallows, make s'mores, tell stories, make things up. Is that a coyote? Is that a, co- Is that a I think I see a coyote. You better grab a weapon. No, dude. It's just a really <laughs> large tumbleweed floating by. <laughs> Although we do have a bit of stuff to talk about. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Um, first thing, there have been rumors going around that uh, Mark Brunello is working behind the scenes to restructure the contract because as much as he wants to start somewhere, I don't think anyone's going to give him a shot, not even Oakland. So he's uh, probably going to end up restructuring and being the backup because, I mean, dude's getting kind of old for football. Yeah, dude. As far as old football age, I think he's 36, so he's getting old and beat up. Dude, you yeah, so backup job for him. Not too shabby. Not only that, dude, but it's a cush backup job. I mean, look how much money he's making as a backup. I don't have those numbers in front of me, but even if he restructures, it's not it's not going to mean less money, is it, John? He'll get like. I don't think it's going to mean too much, um, and that's that's where we're going to talk about some of the other stuff. Um, some other players that do have huge salary hits coming against the cap that might just get the axe here in March. Uh, specifically, Ronaldo Wynn and Philip Daniels. Uh, we've been talking about them on the website some this week, and I think Wynn carries a little bit more than $4 million this year, and Wynn is about, I mean, uh, Daniels is about three. Yeah, something like that. It's, I mean, it's, uh, that's why I was saying, man, they should, I'd be polishing up my resume if I were them. Dude, this is what I yeah, think. Absolutely. This is what I think is going to happen with that. I think that Wynn is He's yeah, gone. I think Wynn is totally cut. I mean, he's a classy guy, but he's going to be $4 million, and the guy's, wow. I mean, I put his stats up on the website, and he's been mediocre at best the whole time he's been here. Yeah. You know, a, a typical one really good year, and the Redskins brought him over, and he's kind of sucked ever since. What does he have? Like, so, he's like a nice guy, but. Did he have, like, one sack in the last two years or something? He's a, he had no sacks last year and one the year before, so one in the last two years. Mm-hmm. But he's had no more than three. Any year he's been a Redskin, any of the four years he's been there. So, you know, I gotta say, uh, 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 Mr. Mister chimed in on the site and he said that uh, you know we were being harsh, uh, no loyalty to win. You know that he's been a good player for Washington for a long time. He'd be a good backup, but that's fine, uh, dude. But we're not getting any pressure on the defensive line. Yeah, and um, the defensive line is just bad pressure. You're right. If he's not going to restructure, then we got to do something. Well, 
Yeah, you know, see, I just don't know, you know, if they just think, if the Redskins think, well, we can just release them and, uh, and not have to even worry about restructuring and get somebody else in, you know, either through free agency or, uh, you know, a, a draft pick or something. Yeah, you know, I, I don't know. we got to talk about all that, too. But Yeah. I think they're looking, at, they're looking at dollar signs, I think, is what. How's all that? Oh, yeah. Hey, John, how does all that work? If they release them, does it still go against the cap? Some of it does. I don't know how much it is, but some of it will count towards the cap, and I think some of it carries over because of the way the Redskins are always restructuring contracts. I think it spreads out the salary cap hit. I don't know if anyone really knows how that works. I'd hate to be the guy or the girl that had to keep up with all that crap. Good job. Man, but they better be, they, they better be getting paid. That's who needs to be getting paid. Yeah, whoever does that for Snyder must be making a good amount of money because there's about three people in the world that understand how that works. I'm sure they're all sitting around going, now, now what did we do then? What? Mm-hmm. Well, can you imagine all the scenarios they have to think of? Well, what if we sign a Sunday Samuels for $10.5 million? What if we sign it for ten point eight? How much is that? You know, every single little right. thing is going is, to, is, you know, what if we... What if we sign him for ten point eight, but we do it prorated for bonuses over seven years based on incentives of blah blah blah? Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's tough. They're just so, like I mean, that's, that's a hell of a job, man. They're like, it's cool, dudes. We'll just uh, restructure some people, or else tell them they got the boot. <laughs> you know, we've talked about this before on the on the podcast that uh, every year everyone spells gloom and doom for the Redskins because they're way over the salary cap at the beginning. And they're never going to be able to sign anyone. And every year, they seem to make it work with a minimal amount of uh, cuts mm-hmm. on the roster. Like, yeah. somehow, <laughs> they've figured out a magic formula. And I think I think it's going to happen again this year. Although, I think we are going to see more cuts because the guys like Lynn and Daniels are coming up in the, the contracts that were loaded big at the end. Yep. So, when you get to the three, four million a year, if they're not playing up to that level, that they are going to have to restructure or, or get axed and try to play somewhere else. And neither of those guys are, uh, are spring chickens either. I mean, they're like 34 and 35, respectively, I think, or something like that. So, right, right. I, I mean, dude, I personally think they're going to bring back Daniels. And then I think they're going to pick up. Too. He's been good. And then I think they're going to, they're going to pick up a defensive end in the draft, I'm pretty sure. Someone that can, like, rush. The, uh, I think you're right on that. And, um, oh, dude, while we're here, what about the random redskin of the week, man? Random redskin of the week this week is none other than Sam Weiss. That's right, Sam Weiss, quarterback out of Furman. He played for the Redskins from 1971 to 1973. That's Sam Weiss. Are you talking, is, is the coach? Weiss, not Weiss. Weiss. Is that the coach? Dude, is that the coach? Is that the coach? What? Isn't that that coach king guy? That guy that uh, used to be a coach of the Bengals or something? Yeah, that's what I'm asking you. Is it same dude? I think so. I don't know. I think so. If anyone knows that, they could uh, send us an email. Yeah. I mean, I could look it up right now, but but I'm not gonna. Or yeah, send us an email at uh, Redskins fan at harryhogfootball dot com, or uh, yeah, leave us a voicemail. Leave us a voicemail two zero two six five seven hail. That's um, right. That's yeah. That's Yeah. And, um, yeah. That's 202-657-HAIL for everyone out there. We've got some messages this week. 
and uh, we're gonna we're gonna intersperse them here. Um, hey guys, this is Mister Mister Colin from sunny California, where it's seventy five degrees and nice and sunny out. Um, just my little take on uh, the Art Monk situation. Uh, I think it's nothing that a little bit of crack and a hooker can't help. <laughs> and then my also take on the upcoming draft. I think uh, I think we should be looking at trading away our draft pick. I wondered if you guys felt the same way. I don't think there's anybody in that first six draft picks that's worth what we could get possibly for trading that away. And uh, with the free agents, I really don't want LeVar Arrington back, and I don't want that Nate Clements guy either. I think uh, we should stay just the hell away from the free agent signing period this year and concentrate on getting the people that we have up and running. In the podcast. But anyway... Um before I get off track here, now that we've had the random Redskin being Sam Weish, uh, what do you guys think? Uh, Chris Rice wrote in, wanted us to talk about on the podcast. Um, the Giants this week cut number 56, I mean, number 55, LeVar Arrington. <laughs> Mr. Nichols. And um, what do you guys think about that? Well, <laughs> I, I think that I saw it coming last year. That's my thought. I mean, they signed into this seven-year deal up there, uh, you know, in the Meadowland Giant Jet Stadium football place. And uh, I don't know, once he tore that Achilles, it was just kind of like, you know, are the Giants really going to bring him back? What's going to happen? Um, I don't know. I think a few people were a little surprised, but I don't know. I just kind of felt like it was going to happen. But they got a new management going in there, too. So. Yeah, that's the thing, too. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, you know, I mean, there's been there's been speculation. If you read if you're reading the blogs on the web and some things like that, a lot of people are like, should he come back to Washington? I mean, we put it up on our own on our own blog, and um, some people are like, yeah, let's bring him back. I should bring him back. You know, uh, it's. I, I think if he could get healthy and uh, you know stay healthy and would sign a deal, you know, if we could sign up for a deal where it's not going to affect us a lot, and I mean. He's already he has already this week said to the New York Daily Times that um, he's considering retirement at this point. Um, you know, so if that's the case, you know, and he's still willing to play, if we can bring him back and uh, you know get a good deal for him for a few years, and if he could be the old Lavar that that we all love, yet be able to play within the system and not have this butting of heads and drama and everything else that wasn't so much necessarily all caused by him, but you know. Uh, collective group of people. It takes more than one to, to do, you know, to cause that kind of stuff. Yeah, I, well, you know, the, the blurred out of Washington was that he had butted or butted head heads mostly with uh, Dale Lindsay and Dale Lindsay's well. coach who's cut. Right. So, so who, who knows he, what there is between he and Greg Williams? I mean, as far as as far as that relationship, if that's something that you know, I mean, a lot of people are saying, you know, he went up to New York and he trash talked uh, the Redskins and. You know, they would never, ever bring him back. Um, you know, other people are saying, hey, let's bring him home to, I say bring him home to Washington. I mean, he played, you know, uh, what do you have, what, four good years in Washington? Five years in Washington. That's right. Kind of good. Um, but, I mean, he had three, three, three really good years where, I mean, he was, you know, three-time pro bowler. Um, you know, I think he still considered Washington home from what I've read. And, and yeah, obviously, I don't, I don't know him personally, but, uh, I would have no problem bringing Lamar back. Other people on, on the website that are chiming in are saying, you guys are crazy. We, we will never see him back, nor do we ever want him back. 
And as a matter of fact, uh, some people left voicemail saying the same thing. So it's, uh, you know, everybody has an opinion, and everybody's opinion is worth listening to, and that's, that's why we You know, if he wants to come in, if they want to bring him back as a backup, I don't see any problem with it as long as it's, you know, as long as it's cheap. And apparently he didn't make that much money in New York because his contract was full of incentives. Yeah. Um, and which none of which he met because of his injury. Well, bring him in. But, I mean, we know he's yeah, I mean, the flash is the brilliance there still, but, it, you know, I'm not saying put him in the start job. But. Dude, after last no, year, I am. It Dude, it wouldn't hurt to have him in the starting job. It wasn't like the linebackers last year besides Marcus Washington did anything. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. We could use a linebacker. I mean, those guys already know each other. They, you know, mm-hmm. they know how to play off of each other. And, you know, like you said, John, I mean, LeVar has shown flashes of brilliance, and, I mean, he showed more than just flashes of brands, I think, when, when he had the really good years. I mean, um, we've all talked about what it takes to be voted into the Pro Bowl and how all that crap happens. But, I mean, it's, you know, not that that carries much weight. But, I mean, you know, he did have three Pro Bowls. He had three good seasons that were, you know. Dude, dude that was pre-injury. Game. That was pre-injury, though. He, and now he's been injured twice. Injury? Yeah, that? yeah. Now he's so. Yeah. Well, I don't think I don't think we can compare Lavar now to Lavar before those injuries. Yeah, if he comes back now, it's gonna. I mean, I mean, I don't know. He'd be a decent backup. He'd, he'd be, be a, a good backup. He'd be a good backup. Hey, you know, when you're when you're before you're injured, it's one of those things where. You know, anybody who's had an injury or a sports injury knows before you're injured, you're just going out there and you're playing your guts out all the time, and you don't even think about it. And after you become injured, and, and in his case, not once but twice in two different injuries, you know, you're playing, you're playing, you might feel a little something and go, oh, crap, did I feel a little something in my knee just then? Do I need to back off a little bit? Oh, man, did I feel a little twinge or something in my Achilles? You know, I mean, you, you kind of always have that in the back of your brain, and it's not like... You can't just go full out and just let yourself go. Or I don't say you can't, but it's very difficult, I think, to do that. So, I mean, I, I think to try to get something out of a player who used to be great pre-injury and, and looking at them after they've got injuries, they just are never going to play at that level exactly the same as they did before. Another thing. Yeah, usually not. I mean, lavar has got to want to come back. First of all, he doesn't. he didn't leave on the best terms. And second of all, he's got to like realize that he's not as worth as much as he used to be when he had those Pro Bowl seasons. Yeah. And he's yeah. got to like take a uh you know, shot to his ego or whatever and play for what he's worth. $200,000 a year. That might be a little <laughs> difficult for him. That might be difficult for him to come in in some people's eyes crawling back. Right. Um although I think the fans I don't know, some fans saying that they don't want him back, but I think, you know, if he came in and he was able to provide an impact kind of off the bench, kind of as a fourth linebacker when they need him, mm-hmm. um, you know, I don't see how it could hurt, honestly. Me either. Plus, I don't expect him to, like, sign and start and have 12 sacks and, you know, five interceptions, three for touchdowns or anything like that. Plus, and I fully expect if he came over, he'd probably get hurt before the end of the year, but, you know. Dude, plus all those people... Hurt. I think if he comes back wherever he goes and he gets and he gets hurt again, I think he's probably done. I think he'd retire. Maybe. Dude. Uh, yeah. If he comes back, everyone can also, um, you know, there's thousands of people that still wear the LeVar jerseys at the stadium. It'll make more sense. Oh, the guy. <laughs> no, I didn't. Anyway, moving forward, that's oh, enough okay. about LeVar. 
And, um, you know, yeah. anyway, enough about him. Um, so anyway, let's talk about the upcoming draft. Redskins have the sixth pick overall, and then they don't have another pick, I believe, until the fifth round. So, um, because right, they, they traded them all away, what, for, uh, who they trade them away for? TJ Duckett. Who's going to be, I don't know, what do you guys think? I think he's going to be gone. Brandon Lloyd, TJ Duckett. Um, in the words of Danny, let's see what we can get for him. Let's see what we can get for him. Isn't that a Madden football thing to say? Uh, I guess. Let's see what we can get for him. And you go through, scroll and do it, like maybe this team will take. We can get a little bit from here. Anyway, um, Dude, I think, uh, according to all the mock drafts around, which don't mean anything, um, but I do agree that the Redskins will probably get a defensive end. I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if they would get a cornerback, but I don't think there's a high enough caliber cornerback coming out in the draft to warrant a six pick. Yeah. Um, and of the defensive end, some people are saying that they'll get a defensive tackle, which I don't think so because I think Golston stepped up. We got Griffin in there as a Griffin in there, and then um, what's his face? My dog Joe Salavea makes a good backup. You know, so I think the interior. I think they need more help on the outside. What do you guys think? I one hundred percent agree. Yeah. Thank you, Josh. Uh, yeah, no, I totally agree. I totally agree, one hundred percent. I think the Redskins have been sorely lacking a pass rushing defensive end for a very long time. Andre Carter starting to show flashes of it, but I don't know. He hasn't proven himself well enough to show that that's the kind of guy he can be. And, you know, on the other side, he got Ronaldo Wynn hanging out, getting no sacks all year long. So yeah. I think I think you've got to get some pressure on the quarterback or the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Just like we've been saying and, and some of the people writing in have been saying, you know, you can have, damn, Daryl Green and Chan Bailey as your cornerbacks, but eventually they're going to get beat by someone if they've got six or seven seconds to throw. That's right. That's true, man. We've got to put the pressure on, man. Got, those guys need some help. Yeah. Now, um, from what I was looking into, the uh, consensus on all these mock drafts and whatnot are that the Redskins will either end up with uh, Gaines Adams out of Clemson or uh, Jamal Anderson from Arkansas um, if they're there. Uh, they say that the Lions are looking for a defensive end. They have the number two pick. And the Cardinals are looking for a defensive end with the number five pick. So it's I, a pu- I honestly got to say, I'm just sick of reading my graphs. <laughs> well, I, I'm not. Yeah, my, yeah, none of us agree with any of that stuff. We're not big on fans on that. But, uh... No, I'm just saying that I think they do need a defensive end. And that one of yeah, one or both of those guys may be gone by the time number six comes around, but I don't see it. I have a feeling if both of those guys are gone, if by some chance both of those guys are gone, but the other people that are the talent that's going to be up there at the top. Yeah, um, if both of those guys are gone, I wouldn't be surprised if we got like a wide receiver, like the dude from Georgia Tech. We trade it down. Trade it down at that point. Have a deal in place just in case, kind of thing. Be like, all right, let's do it. Although they probably end up doing something stupid and being like, oh, we'll trade down for, like, you know, your third and fourth round pick. <laughs> your first round pick next year. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So going to have a low trial. pick. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, there's uh, also... I, I, I want to have more faith in that in Gibbs, but we all know how the front office there works. 
or it does not work. No, they'll do something That's random, the dude. They'll do something like pick a, a wide receiver or something where it's a position where you like, why'd you get a wide receiver? You know, we kind of felt like that a little bit with, um, was it Jason Campbell? No, who was it a few years ago? It was Jason Campbell. We're like, Everyone was like, why the hell did they trade up to get him at the end of the first round? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. And, you know, and then later we're like, why the hell did they do that and not play him? But they finally got him on the field. So. Right. But anyway, there's another defensive end from Nebraska that they say is uh, pretty good. I think his name's Conacher. Yeah, because well, dude, both of these dudes right, at get them ready. Get Adams, ready. Keep going. dude, Adams and Anderson are both fast and, and like super pass rushers, from what I understand. Yeah, defensive ends. I mean, Javon Curse. I'm not saying these guys are on the same level as he was his rookie year, but those are the kind of players you can just stick in there and be like, get the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying it's an easier position than others, but it's, I just want to hail the Redskins, like, okay, do the Cowboys, and well, how are we going to how are we going to find one of these quarterbacks? Room. Yeah, that's true. Yep. All right. All right, dudes. Um, we got an email because we all know that the Redskins need a cornerback. We think they're going to go for a defensive end in the draft. Um, so then there's a lot of talk about the Redskins trying to sign uh, Asante Samuel or uh, Nate Clement, um, cornerback. And uh, we got this voicemail um, this week. Let me go ahead and, and play an edited version of it for you. I just want to hail the Redskins, screw the Cowboys, and how are we going to resign? How are we going to find one of these cornerbacks? Asante Samuel, Clement, yada, yada, yada. This is from uh, Las Vegas, Jackson's Bar and Grill. Four tickets. Hail the Redskins. All right, dude. What do you guys think? How are they? How are they going to make it happen? How are we going to afford a cornerback? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty without much any, so. without any cap money, without any money. <laughs> yeah, not to mention, not to mention, if we get a first round pick, finding that guy as well. Yeah. Well, somehow the Redskins always <laughs> seem to come up with some way to do it. If they really want it, they just do it. Uh, you know, that's all I can. That's all I can say. It's like we're always like, oh no, the cap. We got to get below the cap, and then like. You know, it just kind of happens. So, I don't know. Tons of restructuring. Wayman Daniels, Brunel, all those guys are talking about it. It's the same boat. It's the same song and dance of every year. There, there, were probably, there, there, were, there were probably one or two surprise cuts that, yeah. not, that we're not expecting. We'll all go, man, why'd they do that? Or we'll be like, oh, they cut that guy. That's cool. Or we won't miss him or whatever, you know. But, I mean, yeah. They'll just they figure out some way to do it, man. If they want, if they want somebody... They figure out a way to do it. We, we Not that we're in, insinuating anything, but we've talked about before. You always wonder what kind of under-the-table stuff goes on in the NFL, you know? But yeah. Who knows? That's a really good point. Taylor Jacobs. That's a really good point. <laughs> no, not Taylor, Taylor Jacobs. 
<laughs> Brandon Lloyd. You know, John Springs has got like an eight million dollar salary cap hit or so coming up this year. There's no, there's no surefire guarantee that he's going to be a Redskin. I, I mean, the only way you, um, the only way you would start to question, you would start to question something like that is if you know, got up. Sean Springs has re-signed and he's guaranteed. He's he's uh, agreed to play this year, making only a hundred and fifty dollars a game. I know. With a $100 million signing bonus. Prorated over the next 79 years. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's, that's a good question. I, don't, I, don't, I still don't see. I mean, all the restructuring, this might be the year, even though they always seem to make it work. This could be the year where it really comes into a fight the Redskins on the behind because, good Lord, we need a cornerback like nobody's business. And, you know, those guys are going to be expensive. Super duper expensive. Dude, it's kind of like, it's kind of like, uh. And they're not the only need. I'm sorry, Josh, just telling you, but they're not the only spot that we have a need on the team for either, so. Right. It's, it's kind of like revolving credit. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. kind of like, you know, you use like one credit card to pay off another one. Mm-hmm. And, you know, eventually it all builds up and catches up with you, and eventually you just don't have anywhere to move. I mean, you've used it all. So, um. <laughs> But, I mean, that's the only thing I can think of in, in an analogy to try to think about it. And, and like you said, John, this, this might be the year that they, they just can't get it all to work and get what they want. I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah. But then again, that could end up making, like, the lower price people step up and, you know, some surprises show up. You never know. Mm-hmm. You never know. Um, a good question. Dude, do you guys hear that music? I hear it, dude. Uh, that oh, would yeah. be Tom's trivia. Okay, dudes. For everyone last week that uh, wrote in, thanks for writing in. You win the uh, or the winners were um, Daniel Segura and our own Tom Humphreys answering the Tom trivia question. And uh, <laughs> uh, the, the question last week was, um, "What is uh, what, what was the question?" Dan Snyder's company it was John Asset. Just bought a. Uh, and who did, who did I didn't they come up with a cushion. Someone else came up with uh, it. Was me. It was me, dude. I came up with it. Yeah, uh, but I had just that morning posted the answer already on the website, so I was kind of cracking up on it. I was like, oh, oh really? And I, <laughs> yeah, I had already posted it. <laughs> and, then, and then I wrote back, and I was like, gee, thanks, John. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was like, what is the name of Dan Snyder's investment company, and what is their most recent purchase? And uh, the investment company is actually uh, Red Zone Capital. Uh, right. And um, the answer to the uh, purchase was Johnny Rockets. Um, some people call it a fast food chain. Some people call it, it's kind of like a fast food, Applebee's hybrid type themed environment place. It's, I've been the one. It's so like a 50s uh, diner type. It's like a 50s diner type thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's themed. Yeah, kind of like that. But now you're going to be seeing like, you know, the Riggins Diesel Burger and, you know, like yeah, yeah, Doug yeah. Williams. <laughs> Doug Williams' dog. Doug dog. The Doug dog. Yeah, it's stuff like that going on there, and they'll only be like eighteen or twenty dollars a piece at the stadium. So <laughs> hey, what a bargain! Mm-hmm. The Daryl Green chili cheese fries. <laughs> the Daryl Green. No, they have like two year olds wrapped up in Daryl Green like Redskin stuff. Yeah, Daryl Green. Daryl Green's so. tootsie pops. Anyway. <laughs> Green, 
Daniels, uh, Daniel S, and uh, who else? Our own Tom Britton, right? Yeah. Um, for his own trivia question. Yeah, for his own trivia question. <laughs> <laughs> Which was, uh, I came up with, I guess, last week. Anyway, this uh, week, yeah, to- Tom's what? slacking again, man, because when he sent that answer in, he was like, I'll get back to you guys about a question for this week, but he didn't. So I came up with one. <laughs> Being- oh, man. Uh, well, so he's got a good chance of answering this one because Aaron, Aaron uh, had shot this one by me earlier to see what I thought. I think this is a pretty good one. Well, well just really quickly for winning, anyway, we'll send you guys the uh, the latest and greatest or <clears throat> only edition of the Harry Hog football theme for Mozilla Firefox. It's outstanding. Uh, it's outstanding. Use it. It's got like it's a picture of Joe Gibbs and like Harry Hog football logos and stuff on it. And the and the uh, Lombardi trophies and uh, uh, old classic Redskins logos for your buttons and things like that. So it's, yeah, it's very it's very hit. Sweet. Anyway, dudes, um, this week's tri- Tom's trivia question. Here it is. It, it once again, I'm talking about Super Bowl 22, like an ongoing theme for me, because it was awesome, especially the second quarter. Anyway, <laughs> speaking of the second quarter. The Redskins scored on every possession except one in the second quarter. What happened? All right. If you guys know the answer, send the, send it in to redskinsfan at harryhogfootball.com or call us on the phone. R-R-Y-Hogfootball.com. Man, that's twice you guys stepped on me with that. Sorry. Or call us on the phone at 202-657-HAIL. Hail. Tell us what you think. Yes. Washington, D.C. Here you go, 202-657-HAIL. We know you guys all get uh, free nights and weekends, so uh, the Harry Hog Hotline is on 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. Oh, I forgot, seven days a week. So, uh, <laughs> so, so give us a ring. Let us know your thoughts. We did have uh, a few other voicemails this week, um, and uh, we'll try to put some excerpts of that stuff on too on here too, right here. Yeah, I'll just intersperse them in here. So. If you guys have been hearing them interspersed into our uh, podcast, I did that post-production. That's right. <laughs> but everything else is live. <laughs> yeah, everything else is live. Aaron, Josh, and Jeff. Except now I'm going to go back and put some of these voicemails in. Anyway, uh, you guys got anything else? Is that about wrap it up? No, um, I guess coming up, uh, let's see. Um, look for uh, in the coming weeks. Coming weeks, uh, we're, we're looking at some new format stuff for the Harry Hog website. We've had some uh, input from some of you who have sent us suggestions, so on and so forth. And uh, we always listen to those things, and, and we'll, we're looking at some things. So, uh, so there's that. Um, also, talking about having some guests on the podcast in the coming uh, weeks and months. Uh, stay tuned for that. We're trying to get some of those things hammered out. We have actually been in contact with some folks, so. Uh, you know, trying to bring a little more insight rather than just three of us. Um, of course, we'll always sit around and talk about it like we just watched the game, but uh, it's good to kind of have somebody else on every once in a while to kind of hear what they have to say. Who, who have we been talking to, Josh? Joe Gibbs, people like that? Daryl Brown? Uh, I don't want to give it, I, I don't want to totally give it away. Nah. <laughs> um, no, right right now we've not been talking with Joe Gibbs. Uh, so <laughs> I, I can't tell you that. Okay. I've spoken with Joe. <laughs> okay. Um, but no, we'll, we'll let you guys know when we uh, uh, when we get a little bit closer to that. And and if we 
don't get to it, we'll just stop talking about it and then let it and pretend it just never. And just pretend it never, never, we never brought it back. <laughs> anyway, dude. By the way, Mr. Mister, uh, we will get you your uh, Jesus Loves the Redskins mug. It will go up on the, uh, the website. I'll get to that this week. <laughs> I don't, if, if, if I don't do that this week, feel free to write, uh, you know, write in, call in, and, uh, and uh, yell at me again or, or whatever it's got to be. So. Anyway, dudes. As always, hail to the Redskins. Have fun watching the Daytona 500 if you're into that. And um, uh, and if you see any Cowboys fans in Daytona, joke them. Joke them. Joke them.